Hello, everybody, and this is the hodgepodge of Nothingness Podcast. I am David Korb, and if that name sounds familiar, I am also on the Steelers Sanctuary Podcast. But for those that didn't know, I am also a huge Pirates fan. So I decided I was going to go ahead and start doing my own podcast for the Pirates because I'm just so overjoyed with what's been going on that I thought it'd be fun to do my own. Um, So the thing in baseball, and this is something that when I coach, I tell the kids, and what I was told as a kid growing up, is that to win in baseball, you have to win the three phases of baseball. And those three phases are hitting, pitching, and fielding. And the Pirates are winning in all three of those phases. And it's unbelievable that how well they're doing in those three phases. And then when you break them down into increments, it's amazing to see the turnaround that we are seeing with this team. And they're doing it with so many of the young guys mixed in with some of the veterans that they've added uh, via trade or free agency. And it's just amazing to me to, to see what is going on with this, to see, you know, this kind of record. And when you see a 16 and seven record and you hear that, Oh, well, they haven't done this since 1992. But other people want to go, oh, it's going to be like 2011, 2012. They're going to collapse. What people need to understand is, is that they didn't have a 16-7 and record to start the season. It was always them hovering around 500. They'd go a couple games below and a couple games above. But, but we're not doing that right now. Right now, they have already got three sweeps on the season, which is incredible in itself. And they have a 16-7 record, the best start they've had since 1992. That is a big difference between 2011-2012. I was guilty of actually saying they reminded me earlier this year of the 2011 and 2012 Pirates. But anyways, moving on. So the first phase of baseball I want to talk about is, is batting. And they their hitting has been absolutely uh, in, incredible, to, to say the least. And here, just to go off stats alone, right? So... In batting average, the Pirates overall, they are overall batting 250. That is good for top 12 in baseball right now. Tampa Bay Rays are number one at 282, just to give you an idea of these overall batting averages. So, number one is Tampa Bay at 282, and the Pirates right now are 250. So, that's top 12 out of 30 teams, which is really good, especially for the Pirates. I mean, if you take a look at that lineup every day, and they when they put up on the scoreboard their current batting average, how many of them do you see that are in the 250 to a 300 mark, right? Compared to last year, we would see how many batting 100 and something. You'd be like, oh my god, that looks god awful. And but now we're not we're not seeing that as much. Now, mind you, earlier in the season, you're going to see some fluctuating batting averages either be really high or really low. But as we currently sit here, you are seeing a lot of batting averages hovering around 250 with about three or four at 300 or better. And that is, you know, for the Pirates to see that, for me at least personally, that it's incredible to see that. For home runs, if you want to know how the Pirates are doing in home runs, they are in the top nine in home runs with 27. Tampa Bay has 48. They're just, the way they're hitting the baseballs is absolutely crazy right now. But Los Angeles is right behind them at 43. But the Pirates, for comparison, are at 27. They're in the top nine. Um, so they're right up there in home runs as well. So 
you're seeing that the Pirates have, are now starting to transition to a team that's hitting those a lot of home runs. We talked about, you know, the last couple of years, I remember us hearing, you know, we talked about this. They don't hit, they don't hit the long ball. They're not a long ball hitting team. We need them to just be an on-base, you know, on-base machine, basically. Right? We'll, we'll play the money ball game. Get all these guys that have high on-base percentages. But as you see, that didn't work out, that plan. And with this, it's like, no, everybody's going to hitting more of the long ball. That's what, that's what teams are trying to do. And now you're try- starting to see the fruits of that, of what uh, Ben Charrington is, is trying to do. So it's, it's really good to see that right now early, it's still early, but at least to see them in the top nine in hitting home runs is an encouraging sign for the season. In RBIs, uh, looking at the thing here, they're, yeah, they're in top 11 again with 104 RBIs. For comparison, the Rays have 146. Again, they are, the Tampa Bay Rays are playing out of their mind. But anyways, uh, so they're right there. Dodgers are got 119 total RBIs, so they're a little bit ahead of the Pirates. But the Pirates are right there, guys. They're right there in the top 12 in all these categories. I go down the list. Uh, stolen bases. This is another one. This is another one to me that's big. The Pirates are tied for second in stolen bases. They are one of the top aggressive teams in baseball right now, stealing the bases, and it is making a huge difference. Let me tell you something. When you can get walked and you turn that walk into a double or a triple, the, the, the shit that that does for your team, it is just astronomical to keep getting yourself in scoring position to put up runs. And that's what the Pirates are doing. They're aggressive on the base paths. They are using these new rules, and they're, and they're using it to their advantage. And, I mean, it's having a huge impact on the team. On-base percentage, as I mentioned earlier. On-base percentage, I'm looking here. The Pirates are top, looks like 12, top 10 here, with a 329 on-base percentage. For a team on-base percentage, that's pretty good. Again, the Rays, 355, just to compare. 355 to 329. So the Pirates are actually not that far behind them on-base percentage. So just to give you an idea of how good they're getting on base too, combined with everything else. I could get into more. Slugging percentage. Slugging percentage, they're, they're top six in slugging percentage, guys. Top six. That's, that's an incredible thing to see. Um, hits. This is a good one, too. I wouldn't mind looking to see. So in hits, they're top nine as well. Top nine hits with 191 hits. The Phillies actually lead the league with 222. But, again, just, just to you know, tell you how good they really are doing uh, with the bat is is really good. And I to be in the top 12 in all of the more important categories in baseball just shows how much they're winning in this phase of baseball. So, moving on to pitching. So, again, you know, pitching has just been an absolute black hole for the Pirates for how many years now? Um and you know, I I wasn't a fan of the Rich Hill signing. I wasn't really a fan of uh, the Velasquez signing. I was just like, these guys are washed. One is like 80 years old. Like, this has just got bad written all over it. And I, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. Thought, okay, we're going to have Keller. We're going to have Contreras. And we'll go from there. And then, you know, Brubaker gets hurt. Aviato takes a spot. I'm like, okay, I know this kid's got good stuff. We'll see how it goes. And, I mean, just to, just to see how well the kids are pitching, 
and then see, you know, you always get these starts with Rich Hill where you're like, oh man, at any given moment, you know, it could just blow up. But he, I got to give him credit. The guy has hung in there and he has done really well uh, the last couple games. And, uh, you know, it's just something to watch this guy. His hardest pitch is a, is a 80, 80 something mile an hour, you know, four seamer. But the, 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 the five, six different other pitches he has between the 12 six or the sweeper, the slider, the, you know, just there's so many different pitches this guy has. And it's all around 65 to 75 miles per hour. And watching these batters just struggle to absolutely make contact sometimes is hilarious to watch. And then Velasquez, with, with his slider, his slider is so nasty. And I saw a percentage day showing that that's what he's been leaning on the most, except his four-seamer. And it must be something the Pirates saw with him. So just to give you guys of how good the Pirate pitching has been in ERA... The Pirates are in the top eight in ERA with uh, for the top best ERA is 363. Tampa Bay Rays best 271. After that, every other team is a three or worse. So Yankees, number two, 3.06. So if the Pirates ERA is 3.63, just to give you an idea of how well they're doing. That overall, as a team pitching, their ERA is top eight in the league. And that is a huge, huge reason for this winning as well. I mean, so you think about it. How many of these games have been one-run games, two-run games, right? But we still win them because of how well our pitching is doing. And it's not even just, it's not even just the, you know, the rotation. It's also the bullpen. These guys are coming in. They're absolutely shutting it down. They're not letting anything happen. So you combine all that. Let's talk about uh, what else. We've got wins here. Your Pittsburgh Pirates, in pitching, is second in baseball with 16 wins. 16! Rays are ahead of them at 19. Just to show you how well the pitching is, is going, you know, we have that streak, and this is, this is a product of that, right? So just to show you how much strikeouts, I'm also interested to see this. They're top 11 guys in strikeouts. They are in top 11. Our pitchers aren't getting strikeouts. Just incredible. Saves. Guess who leads the league in saves? Pittsburgh Pirates with 12. Next one is the Cleveland Guardians with 9. So we are the only team in baseball right now with uh, double-digit saves. That's impressive. And that also, again, goes back to the starting rotation, holding it down, and then these other guys coming in, um, the setup guy, your long relief guy, and is keeping things in check until Bettinar gets out there. And then Dwayne Underwood the other day, pitching two innings for a save. Very impressive. Very impressive. Batting average against. This is something I'd like to see because I'm interested to see if we're in the top in that as well. We are in the top 14 in batting average. Right now, opposing teams' batting average against the Pirates is 242. That's... That's great. I can't even imagine what it was last year and the year before that. If I, if I was a betting man, I'm guessing it was probably around two, 290 or better. So that should, just, that should give you all the idea of, of just how good this pitching has been. Will it last is the question. Look, 
they got a tougher schedule coming up. They're going to be taking on the Dodgers. they got a couple other winning teams they're going to be taking on here. Do I think it'll last? I think it's going to be... I think it's going to even out, but I don't think it's going to go downhill as you know, as much as some might think. I like I said, I know Rich Hill's going to have his bad games. Vince Velasquez is not always going to have this kind of control with his pitching. You've seen it already this season where he can get kind of wild out there, and he's been that kind of pitcher for his career. He's been a wild pitcher. He hasn't had good control, um, but for right now, he's really doing a good job of controlling where he wants to put the ball. But it's not going to be like this all the time, or that consistent as it has been lately. So I think it's going to taper off a little bit. However, comma, I do think that it's going to be, it's not going to be where it's it just a huge dive. I don't think it's going to uh, like fall off a cliff. I, I, I think it's going to be decent. Um, home runs. Let's talk about giving up the home run ball. So just to give you an idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm still scrolling. 24th, guys. They're 24th in giving up home runs. That's really good. If you're not giving up the long ball, man, nowadays, that's really good. Just to give you an idea, the Athletics have given up 40 home runs. 40 to the Pirates, 20. That's half, half of what the worst team in baseball basically has been doing. That's how good your pitching has been doing. So moving on to fielding. That is the third phase of baseball. And the Pirates have, for a while now, have been really bad uh, defensively. Um, a lot of times you see them out there, it's Keystone Cops throwing that fucking ball all over the place. You have no idea, you know, what they're going to, what's, you know, it just really besides Hayes. I mean, Hayes is a, is a Golden Glove guy, but, you know, over the years, besides him, uh, you're just, you had uh, first base was just another black hole. Uh, before Cruz, shortstop, a black hole. You just, you didn't, Outfield, I've seen some horrendous things. We remember the Polanco gaff against the Cubs. I mean, it just there's so many, so much bad with this team when it comes to fielding, when it comes to good defense. But you know, I get in here. Here's the thing about the Pirates. So they're still in the top. Let's see, seven in errors with 14. But when you do some digging. Castro, Matthias, and Bay account for nine of the 14. So really, it's those three are your weakness, and then everybody else has only one error or none. So it's still a huge improvement for this team. Because let me tell you something right now. I'm sure at this moment, there's probably at least six, seven players last year that were starters that by now already had three or more errors. I have no doubt. So to see that kind of improvement, to see that they're uh, that they have gotten that good on defense with more talented defensive players. I mean, you got Sawinski, who is, is a good defensive player. Uh, Bay is just Bay is such an. Uh, there's things about Bay that I love. Like it's it's fun to watch him play defense out there, but. What he gives, he takes too, because there are some times where he is just completely over-aggressive. I've seen it multiple times now where I've had to, in the outfield or at first base, I'd have to see Santana or Kutch or somebody like, hey, you know, get the fuck away from me. I got the ball. And, you know, he, it's, there's so many times where he, he almost runs into somebody because of how aggressive he is. Um, but he still is more talented defensively than a lot of other players we've seen over the years out there 
And I, I really enjoy. I know that we thought Castro, you know, I knew that Castro defensively wasn't going to be, you know, he's not going to be, you know, Ozzie Guillen out there, nothing like that. You know, I, I get that. Um, but I don't think he's going to be such a drop down from Cruz because Cruz is, you know, prone to have those kind of blunders at shortstop as well. So I don't think there's really that big of a drop off with the exception of Cruz's arm and maybe a little bit of speed. But that's really about it. But, I mean, overall, you think about all these guys. I mean, they're all really t- talented defensive players. Reynolds is nothing to sneeze at defensively either. Cut showed a while back that he still got it too. So, and Santana has been amazing at first base. And Connor Joe, my man. Like, he's been good at first base, been good in the outfield too. He, has, he hasn't been a vulnerability. So, to me, I, I just think that, that defensively, they've just gotten so much more talented by via anything, whether it be bringing up guys in the system or whether it be trade or free agency. Either way, they were able to add all over the field a more uh, talented defensive team. And it's you combine that with everything else, when you combine that with good pitching and good batting, look at the results. A 16-17 with the best record they've had at this moment since 1992. Will it, will it, you know, you know will it stay like this? I don't know. But for me, it's... It's impressive, and it's just fun as hell to see. So if you guys want to, you know, we'll go to back to batting here. Let's, let's talk about the individuals on the team and who's leading from the front in these categories, right? So in batting, Reynolds is still number one in batting average uh, with 294. Um, as you guys know, he's on the bereavement list. Hopefully he will be back. He said They, they said he's supposed to be back uh, tomorrow against the Dodgers, but we'll see. Um, then McCutcheon at 275, Santana at 253, and then Hayes at 227. Now, mind you, they're going off of who qualifies to for these uh, stats. Home runs, Reynolds with five. Sawinski is tied with Reynolds for five home runs. Sawinski was slow to start, and then all of a sudden, my man is just taken off and absolutely hitting the shit out of the baseball. Uh, McCutcheon is next with four. Guys, it's unreal to, to see how... Andrew McCutcheon is playing right now. It's just incredible. I don't know how long it lasts, but the the, the idea of making him be the main DH is just a, a great a great decision by the, uh, by the Pirates, and I really hope it lasts. I really do. Um, and then you got guys at Bay, Castro, and uh, Joe. All them guys with two home runs are all doing their part, man, with with the long ball, and it's really shown. Uh, next for uh, leaders on the team, Reynolds still leads the team obviously with with eighteen RBIs. Behind him though is Santana. I mean, look, this guy was supposed to be added to the team. He's going to supposed to get his walks, get on base. No one expected this guy to come in here and be hitting the baseball like he is. Nobody. Like I, I, I never. No one never thought this would happen with Santana, but here we are. He's he's coming in and he's he's doing his part with the bat. He's not. It's not just on base with him. It's more than that. Uh, next, stolen bases. Getting back to just just how much this team has been aggressive. Bay has been a lightning rod for the team in stolen bases with five. Uh, Hayes with three. Kutch with three. Reynolds with three. These guys are all just just running the shit out of them bases. And 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 with these new rules, it's hard for pitchers to to do stuff. It's hard for the catcher too. What else? On base percentage. Getting back to that, McCutcheon leads the team in on-base percentage, guys. 381. 
Closest is Santana. Naturally, that's what he was brought here to be, the on-base percentage guy. But both these guys, I mean, this is on-base percentage of 381. You want to talk about elite. Like, that's that's incredible. 381. Now it's early, mind you, but still. Then you got Reynolds 319. Then you got Hayes at 281. Look, your leadoff guy, if, if your leadoff guy, he's got to have a high on-base percentage. He should have a high average. And the great thing about Hayes is, is that his his batting average has jumped a lot since they put him in the leadoff spot. For some reason, him and Cruz in the leadoff spot, they just bat way better. I don't know what it is. But to get that on-base percentage around 300, just like I'd like to see a leadoff have his average around 300, hopefully Hayes is going to get there eventually. I, I think he will because he seems to do really well uh, at the at the leadoff spot. Uh, what other ones? Slugging. Reynolds, naturally, at 553 slugging. McCutcheon's at 507, right behind. 507, guys. Slugging percentage for McCutcheon. Santana's next at 422. This is just, like I said, just stuff that I just didn't see coming from either one of them. Not like this. Uh, OPS, which is a combination of on-base percentage and slugging together. McCutcheon leads the team at 888, guys. Reynolds at 872. Santana's 755. Then Hayes at 656. Again, this is just for the batters that qualify for these stats. Uh, that, and to qualify, you have to have enough if it bats to qualify for these, for those that don't understand that. Um, any other ones I'd like to show you guys? That's really about it. But you guys get the point. Um, they're hitting the shit out of the baseball. Their pitching has been, you know, top-notch. And their fielding, yes, they may still be top six, but at the same time, it's, it's three guys accounting for three-fourths of those errors. So that means that the rest of the team is playing really good defensive baseball. And if you're if you're winning in all three phases of the game, you are going to have a great record. And if they continue to do this, their record is going to continue to get better and better. They're gonna have they're gonna have little slides here and there, but I really think if this team can keep this up, I really think that uh we could be in for a special uh a special season. Um I, I really hope that they can keep this up. All right, guys, that's all I got. Um, I hope you enjoy this first uh, episode of the Hodgepodge of Nothingness podcast. Take care. I'm out.